listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I apologize. Our love was one for the ages and I contained us and all this ratchet shit and we more expensive now. Not meant to cry and die alone in these mansions or sleep with our back turned. We're supposed to vacate till our backs burn. We're supposed to laugh till our hearts stop. And then we in a space when the dark, where the dark stops and let love light the way. And like the men before me, I cut off my nose despite my face. I never wanted another woman to know something about me that you didn't know. I promised I cried. I couldn't, I couldn't hold. I sucked at love. I think I needed a do over. I think I will be emotionally available if I invited you over. I stew over. What if? you're over my shit hey welcome to the black Outers podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on a monday yes we are the monday at the father's day mm-hmm. once again special shout out to the father that wasn't in the documentary for rachel dolezal okay just like to give him a very special shout out uh that's that's what the day after father's day is for all those guys uh <laughs> 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 that's what you should do after father's day is absentee father's day then everybody <laughs> can everybody can vent you know that way you don't have to ruin father's day with everybody getting mad just the next day everybody's like and fuck them niggas that ain't never here well, um, i thought that was every other day anyway i mean basically <laughs> um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport but ball and bullet ball extreme um lots of stuff to get into today um uh i don't even know where to start i do have a few random thoughts that i could do i guess okay um um where do people go to learn glory hole etiquette y'all ever think about that okay like is there a class i don't know it has to be some form of etiquette to it an online forum i never really thought about that but yeah everybody's organized and everything i like from the point i've seen there is some etiquette to it do you get like a tutorial when you uh sign give the money to go into the glory hole do they tell you like hey this is the rule i guarantee you yeah there's rules to it like as a person that has some social awkwardness and uh social phobias about him i know i wouldn't know how to navigate a glory hole i mean what's the rules you know yeah also there's a knock i don't know i don't know what the rules are and the glory holes vary uh you know because there's glory holes for men glory holes for women mm-hmm. uh i'm assuming transgender i'm assuming it's glory Everything. holes go across the board i mean okay you look through the hole is that considered bad for him i, tr- I never know i wonder has anybody ever peeked through the hole you put a hand through the hole you know what's the line situation on the other side you know how long is too long to be, be in- at your part of the hole you know like at what point are you like holding up the line when people are like hey you know is there like some pre some pre-jacking situation that's got to be done to, to make sure you ready to pop you don't just show up and you're like guys i'm a i'm a grower not a shower it's a little <laughs> cold outside it's gonna take a while right and it, sorry and it, everybody and, and it depends you What's know the, mm-hmm. because for the men they normally just stick their hole in the penis i mean stick in their the wall uh hole in the penis stick penis their in the wall yeah stick their penis to the wall mm-hmm. uh for both for both you know for men and for women because you know you stick it in a woman's normally uh if you're doing it like straight it's a man putting this hole in there for a woman on the other side and you know like you say i wonder what the what the etiquette is you know um does she have rules you know for i'm just talking from the woman's perspective does she be like i jerk off but you know i don't do this i don't do that 
you know it's interesting and you know most porns the glory hole is somewhat you know it's staged mm-hmm. but i don't know what a real life one looks like all my glory holes have been staged yeah i mean like what's the hygiene situation come on because it don't you know, look somebody, sanitary somebody checking that before before people come in or is that just you know do you just get a thumbs down you stick you know it's like oh no this is not do this they is have, not what's up do they have yelps on glory holes i'm pretty sure they got ratings yeah like i gotta join a reddit or something to find out is there a craigslist for the glory hole situation like, come on and is there like a countdown i mean like what if you know there's 40 people that show up at the glory hole on one side and the person on the other side is like man i only tonight was only like a 10 dig night dog I, i'm out i can't <laughs> I got things to do, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to stop in for a few minutes, knock a few dicks out, and, and get clock. out of here. Like, what yeah. is a, you know, do you, is there a pay situation? Does the person in the glory hole get paid to be in the glory hole? Or do they pay I, to be in the glory hole? I, like, does I, nobody I've, pay? You know, I've seen, I've seen, and I think this is, I think it's German. I've seen one where they have the the glory hole is like a multiple glory hole where you have like different women in different areas yeah but still that doesn't change who gets paid oh a lot of the women get paid like, okay all right so okay, no, I don't, I don't. yeah it is german because when i see it, it's in the language and then they go through and it's very but like who gets a percentage of the old lady oh, all the money do people in glory hole get money do people in glory hole pay because i mean it's, uh, it's a positive situation for people involved you know so I mean, I'm assuming if you in the glory hole, hopefully you in there because you want to be. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so, yeah, so like, maybe you like... would pay. Maybe it's like a sex party. Like how ah. you go to a sex party. Like, it's not just dudes that pay some. I mean, well, depend on the party. but Right, depend on the party. You know, depend on the party. Like, everybody might pay to get in. You know, some people might pay less because they're more, you know, desirable. And they, they're the ones that generate everybody else coming. But, you know, a lot of times everybody will pay. I don't know. Yeah. There's some shit to think about. And um, do all glory holes show faces? Because I've seen some glory holes where they actually show the face of the person on the other side. And then some. Well, I assume that yeah, I assume that's not a carte blanche thing. That's got to okay. be an individual glory hole situation. That Correct. Um, and then, uh, like, I wonder if there's like a tour guide situation. Maybe that'll help. You know, like you come during the off hours and then somebody just walk you through the steps and then you show up. Um. <clears throat> Cause I feel like the first visit would be overwhelming unless you had somebody with you. Hey, you, I could imagine, yep. especially if you ain't ready or you're pre- not prepared. You walk in there, and go, okay, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know um, if y'all have seen these commercials, but um, they got these new commercials for Jimmy John's where they keep talking about people being the employees there. It's like this is dexter he loves cutting meat he gets freaky on that meat you know something like he he cuts me all day he gets there at 6 a.m about like arby's we got the beats and at the end they're like he's a sub freak and then i seen one the other day that had a woman on there and it's like this is mary she bakes the bread fresh every day at jimmy john's she gets here at 8 a.m to break bread and she's a sub freak and i was like i wonder if they know what they're saying when they say that because sub freaks has a whole different turn to me it would you know like Mm -hmm. are they looking for dominant masters to be the customers um Mm. somebody gonna show the jimmy johns some handcuffs start tying people up and shit yeah and uh you know there are porns where uh part of the sex appeal is actually feeding so you might have somebody there but i know i don't want your so i bought my own tubes 
okay that's not at all what i'm talking about but yeah sure why not um i'm just saying so i'm just letting you go no sub freak sub submissive freak sub is (laughs) (sighs) i just should explain that sub freaks yes there's some sub freaks out there you have to explain the whole joke then it's there's no point in making a joke man oh you know i was thinking man you know who's probably paranoid yesterday um all the dudes that you know they have a wife or a girlfriend fiance whatever you know and um or or boyfriend i don't know what they have but they have a significant other Mm -hmm. and they don't have children together and then they go out yesterday on father's day and all these people see them and they're like hey happy father's day happy father's day like what if those people have secret families those people are probably paranoid as shit you know like it kept happening to me yesterday it was like happy father's day sir happy father's day i was like whatever man they, mothers they, get that all the time regardless if, if they feel like you within the range of being a mama you're gonna get that yeah i just say thanks and keep it moving that's the best thing to do care. but i was thinking like if somebody had a secret family i wonder it was like hey how you doing sir happy father's day if they like grab you by your collar like what the fuck do you know huh mind your goddamn business you're gonna blow my cover man what you think this is do i know you no i was just saying happy father's day enjoy the movie sir i <laughs> work at amc i'm not i didn't doing know no that's serious you mind your fucking business man you know my son you go huh you go to school with him or something you know you probably think they cover busted all the time so pay yeah. attention is all i'm saying mm-hmm. if you're out with a dude and somebody says happy father's day read his face see if you see a flash of panic if you had to think to yourself like, oh well, my kids here oh uh, you might you might be dating a nigga with a secret family you oh, never no. know oh no but like it's like for women most women over 20 something you just become accustomed to it hey i've got to the point where it's, it's it's like fighting against the river don't even get mad don't just be like okay hey, just keep trucking because it ain't worth the explanation and all that other stuff one dude said happy father's day if you are a father not just went okay like what the fuck am i supposed to say to that well let's oh, have a conversation did. actually i'm not a father but uh many people you and, know and, and that's probably role res- models and response he's gotten before he went through the i'm not a daddy so he was like if you are a father just so he could just i just why take that. the chance why take the chance is all i'm saying true i wish they would do that with mothers but you see you with no kids know. why take the chance yeah me a lot of women walk around with no kids you know it's but, like i can tip the dude who cuts the fish at Publix. i can't tip you like what are you fishing for buddy just get out of here i don't know i don't know if people get offended if you don't i mean because it's it's kind of a mixture when it comes to that it's a holiday that everybody celebrates so everybody kind of want to be generous and just uh celebrate it or or don't want people to feel left out so it's one of the things we just say it regardless this is a salmon transaction i don't care about any of that Uh, of course just transact the salmon to my to my basket and that's it we don't need to have a conversation that bourbon salmon yes um i saw gabrielle union in a mcdonald's ad today um and uh I, I, janelle james had posted about it on facebook um because because it is unbelievable that gabrielle union is fucking in mcdonald's telling people to eat mcdonald's like oh, like I, like when it was charles barkley i was fine with it cause i could understand charles barkley like he had a few uh quarter pounders in his life like I, i'm not that's not shocking at all gabrielle union like she would, would she would die if she ate like 
a half of a chicken nugget she would just be like and then i went into like anaphylactic shock i was in <laughs> her blood pressure would instantly go up i immediately caught 17 types of uh disease from this shit because i don't nothing but the finest foods come touch on my palate um i mean she ain't got a mcreal body okay like I, like mcdonald's is stretching the look the limits of belief a little too fucking far if I supposed to believe fine ass Gabrielle Union is, is hopping up in there once a week. Get the fuck right, out of my face. Like those uh Hargate commercials when they used to have the models and I'd be like, Y'all know the models gonna be caught dead eating that. Yeah, the the McDonald's I mean the Hardest commercials were less egregious to me because it was clearly just like look at this woman with fake titties rubbing on a wet car holding a burger. Right. Like that that did that was much less offensive gabriel union was in here just chilling like i'll be on mcdonald's all the time like mm-hmm. gabby you know you ain't stop if your driver stopped at a motherfucking mcdonald's you would fire he the would, fuck out that nigga he would be fired this second right even if he stopped for himself like i'm just gonna grab some mcdonald's real quick miss union she'd be like sir uh while you grabbing that go ahead and grab your uh, uh application because you fired you might as well go work there now <laughs> right the fuck out of here i'm glad she getting paid though me too like i could believe that uh you know i could believe that mary j blige ate some some ch- chicken wraps but i can't come believe, on i can't believe gabby was up in chicken. there hey i can't believe gabby was up in there eating any not even like the water you know what i'm saying like not even like the bottled water from mcdonald's or she, she'd be like if you don't get the fuck out of my face <laughs> what is this right uh she probably slapped the fries out your fa- hand <laughs> come on put, you want to fry gabby she slap slap that shit get out of my face <laughs> um let's see what else happened um oh you know who was hurt the most we don't talk about these people uh, pretty much at all but i was thinking today man you know who's probably hurt the most in the digital theft economy you know by napster and streaming and uh videos being available online the niggas that used to make them racist songs for black porn dvd menus oh like what skill set do they have beyond that it's not like they because you know they it's not like anyone ever listened to those songs because they like the music it was just like a thing that was on a dvd that you had to listen to before you could hit play and it was always terrible rap always but i imagine that was their only source of income because it's not like anyone else would pay them to hear them rap so what you know those guys you know they just don't get to do that anymore Mm-mm. it's kind of sad like yeah. that whole economy is gone and nobody gives a fuck <laughs> i wouldn't even thought about that i thought you was gonna say the uh the mixtape man mixtape man nah i don't know what the hell you call them the people that come in like the barbershops and the oh the salon. bootleg nah the yes. bootleg man still, still still got a job yeah he still does the bootleg man always because it's not one everybody always reduces the bootleg man to movies and dvds bootleg man always have bootleg everything bootleg clothes and shit it's always some type of hustle so that's nothing but the actual the dude that only exists to make songs it's like and we fucking bitches raw uh and we fucking bitches raw uh go into your jaw uh <laughs> fucking bitches raw and it's always like some nobody big booty holes big booty holes shake it shake it and that nobody dude. nobody knows the uh the actual rap part but I, mm-hmm. I always appreciate that they actually did do the rap part because it wouldn't just be the chorus it'd be like a full like three minute song but nobody's ever gonna listen to it mm-hmm. why are you watching uh booty shake yeah it's like you know fucking bitches raw 12 and then there's a fucking bitches raw uh and we're fucking big and raw yeah and then like before the dude can start rapping it's, 
yeah my name is little d and i know you heard it play you know what i mean like yes. click click oh it's too it's gone too long I, that's enough i wonder what happened to them i know wesley pipes tried to be a rapper for real mm-hmm. and it didn't work out for him yeah i think one of my favorite theme songs was the free codes and flows oh yeah jake steve mm-hmm. yeah he was that yeah. dude turned out to be like He's a statutory else, rapist but I, I like the rap you know him personally is a completely different story yeah i mean listen love you can love the art without <laughs> just <laughs> separate the art from the artist i mean it was bad now the rapping rap was really bad yeah he was a terrible rapper that was he literally was one of the, i couldn't believe that that dude got to like the thing is though i guess porn sells itself so it was it like does. if the niggas that make it want to rap that that tells you how good porn is to people is that the, these niggas also got to throw in brian pumper would throw in like 20 minutes of rap videos in those fucking yeah, everybody gonna skip in those k and g men suits uh untailored suits yes he, untailored he would he would fucking throw in 20 minutes of rap videos between having sex with uh with women and like he got to do that for like five years that's how much porn is good to people is that we all just rolled our eyes and skipped past that part and mm-hmm. said when do we get to the scene and yeah. meanwhile he wanted to be the first like legitimate porn rapper and shit yeah, he was. He told me keep it real. He was keeping it real. I'm rapping what I'm really doing. Do they still have Sabaros, or have I just not been to a mall since Amazon came to Providence? Cause all the ones here gone, ain't they? I don't know. How can I say? I don't know. I ain't, I can't tell you. Last time I've been to the mall, what's the mall? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I I was thinking today I wanted some pizza, and I was like, oh man, it'd be a good time to go get some shitty Sabaros pizza from the from the mall. Then I was like, what is did they exist did they go out of business like how because i mean the pizza was shitty the reason that they stayed in business is because they always in like places you can't avoid right and they always do the and the, uh, the, the diabolical part of sabaros is that they they go they they always like they trap you in something like an airport right where, um, where ain't no a theme park a, a mall you know places where there's not a lot of good food options and then they're like uh they take that sauce and they just boil it all day and the aroma spreads throughout the whole mall so you just smell right. it like tomato meat sauce all day and you're like i think i want some pizza yeah I, I want some pizza i think i gotta go give me some pizza and then you go up in there and one bite in you're like oh that's right it's shitty pizza oh that's <laughs> how did right. i forget right they got me again how did I forget? It doesn't matter what you put on this piece of shit cardboard pizza. It don't matter. It all, it's all terrible. Cardboard tastes like cardboard. I don't care if you bake it or fry it or saute it. It's cardboard. You have to fucking drown it in that, that red sauce and shit. Just to, then you get heartburn from it, but you gotta drown it in that red sauce just to make it edible. Like, you, I can only eat the fucking like deep dish Chicago pizza from there because it's all smothered in red sauce. Or you gotta get like a red sauce on the side or stromboli or something but yeah i was just i don't know maybe they still exist which is a, a you know we say that the economy's bad but if sabaro still exists in this economy i mean what excuse do we have you know come on now nah, my piece of game has stepped up a lot from that but yes everybody always talk about fingering and fisting but uh figuring and uh fisting mm-hmm. but what about towing and footing i've seen that that's disturbing but i've seen it but nobody talks about it though you know Mm -hmm. they're used to try finger girls at the movies nobody was like i try to tow them at the movies you know 
slip a, slip a piggy up in there as uh, my man donald calls it yeah um i watch a lot of porn y'all so yes I've, I've seen that okay i don't know where you're getting that from but hey good for you i won't shame your kink a lot of people <laughs> got a lot this of people is a got, rabbit hole you start going you be like what the fuck is this click what the fuck is this click? i asked this question online a lot of people got upset with me and i was like i just asked a question because mm, it was like on father's day and i said how do y'all think y'all got here come on okay and i was like well that's not how i got here because that's not how children are born i said you think you know everything about your parents sex you don't know what the fuck they did to have you okay you know the one the part where the sperm hit the egg that's somewhere it. that's how you know you showed up you don't know if it was some footing involved in that shit like some fisting involved your dad might have had them size 12s all up in there you don't know what you talking about no you and you don't, don't want to know so shut the fuck up no you don't want to know just asking the question see that's what's wrong kanye was partially right y'all hate free thought what's wrong with free thinking i can't wonder it's not like i said i'm gonna put my fit, foot up somebody i just wondered how come one is more socially acceptable than the other that's it correct um so jay and beyonce dropped their album yesterday mm-hmm. the um the carters is the new super group is called my favorite thing about when jay-z and beyonce drop projects on title is how they immediately move everybody's shit off the front page i, <laughs> I would too oh that's my favorite yeah, who the fuck you are i'm gonna be on the front page oh that is my favorite fucking thing man it's I, like the rotation just changes i look forward to it every time like soon as i well, we took a nap saturday oh, right because I, I was tired me too we did a lot of stuff and then uh i think i took it was either saturday or sunday which day did it come out saturday or sunday saturday yeah because my dad was here sunday and i was listening to it so uh it came out saturday and i think you play ball you've been going all day yeah i, I like i came home when we had ate you know we had some good brunch uh from this 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 nice bar up the street um and i was like i'm gonna go home and just take a nap so i took a nap woke up i was looking at twitter and it was just tweet after tweet about beyonce i said oh what happened did she put out the because i knew she was gonna put out something i had faith i did that's why i didn't even like i saw the like we didn't even cover on the show all the people that was mad talking about how you gonna go on tour you ain't got no new music out i hope you don't expect me to buy this shit and i'm like oh ye of little faith okay i am not even that indoctrinated into the church of beyonce and even my black ass knew she wasn't about to hit this motherfucking tour without breaking y'all off something correct to memorize and celebrate during the motherfucking tour like that was such a ridiculous thing to be mad i was like whatever you know like let the tour date start and then we then be mad you know um so they dropped this which is funny because it was on the eve of Nas and kanye teaming up to make a nazir another one of kanye's seven seven song projects that he keeps doing with all these different artists mm-hmm. um i haven't heard much about it but me either it's funny because I, I wanted to see if Nas was going to address the stuff about Khalees mm-hmm. when she accused him of uh being abusive and uh because you know he's he's the thoughtful real rapper the guy who you know uh, you know the thinking man's rapper and shit and apparently he didn't so then um uh i was uh, so for me personally I, I didn't even listen to the one he had with the dress on the cover so i was even less inclined to listen to this one because i was like hey, you know you know i'm good 
i'm not a huge nas fan you know so whatever but even with, with that shit dropping um beyonce and jay-z just pretty much erased that shit off the map like it's that, an event every time yeah like everything is love dropped and that was it was a wrap and then it didn't just drop the title it was exclusive the title for like a day or two mm-hmm. this morning they released it to, to apple and spotify mm-hmm. so you can go listen to it you you don't have to um you don't have to only have um you know um title title this time um but yeah i i love that they just move everybody off the front page um i don't even know that i'm 100 percent ready to talk about the album yet although i haven't you know listening to it mm-hmm. i probably listened to it fully all the way through like four or five times but i really feel like i need to sit with it a little bit longer um to like analyze the themes and stuff i'm not really one for um i'm not really one for giving like trying to get the hottest take or the the quickest thank piece or whatever the fuck out i've seen a lot of people do that you know which they're entitled to their opinion but uh, i feel like there's still a little more understanding i have to do with the album um although i do have some general thoughts about it um like um i think it's funny how invested people got in the idea of beyonce and jay-z needing to be apart being separate to not be together while they're married and have three children at this point so much so that i feel like people could have seen this coming if they wouldn't have been in their uh agenda driven kind of bag of i want to find a way to like this woman but not like or support her husband in any way correct um and because they too a lot of people got in their feelings a lot i think that from from my perspective i've seen a lot of people say a lot of different things and i feel like regardless of if you like jay-z or not that's beyonce's husband and like any married couple you can't fuck with the wife and be like well fuck your husband i mean most of the time if you don't fuck with the wife you don't fuck with the husband if you don't fuck with the husband you don't fuck with the wife they're a unit um so it's funny to see how people complain and huff and puff and get mad and get angry and why she got him in pictures well she loved him she married him y'all she made that choice and she made that decision you know i think that a lot of people uh are angry because for some people they feel like uh i mean you kind of talked about this if he'll cheat on uh beyonce who am i A, a person just like she is you know flawed just like she is um and it's one of those things where i think that people are have been really really in their feelings since lemonade um and some people even say it was all a hoax it was all fake just to get i don't think i personally don't think it was i don't you know it's just me um i think that uh they're telling you what they want you to know because Mm -hmm. everything about them is crafted please don't get me wrong um but at the same time it's just real funny almost like the kim k stuff that black woman got out of jail and everybody want to huff and puff and him and high and swing around kim and don't want to give her credit for shit like she didn't take her ass up there and talk to Donald trump and give him a list of names you know uh they don't want to give her credit like they glad the woman free but they don't they don't want to give credit it's a lot of people out there out there like that where they see people do things and they don't like the person 
and so they'll do everything but to get that person credit where credit's due i can say job well done and you you did something even though i might not care for you i can't erase the actions and the things you've done and so you know it's really funny when it comes to beyonce because most happily married couples you take them as a unit so it's just really really funny to see you know how people get in their feelings and act like jay-z is the worst thing ever and how he's quote-unquote uh hurting her career and shit like that and i'm like what the fuck is wrong with y'all yeah i think it doesn't fit the agendas that people have um because um there's so many things at play with the idea of like beyonce coming of age where she first was doing a lot of you know independent girl anthem type you know hey we we sisters we bad we we women we bad blah 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 and she's kind of evolved in a bunch of different directions one of them being um she is the kind of person that does want to be in a relationship she does want to be a mother uh she does want to be uh well married even like um she is very pro-black she is very um intersectional um things that i think people didn't necessarily see coming to some extent or if you did you were kind of treated like wishful thinking um but if anything at this point i think everybody should have at least gotten a memo she's not to be controlled she's not really doing shit simply for the well this is what y'all think y'all want so let me just fake whatever it is y'all want you know i still see people trying to put that on her on some like it's funny i saw a tweet that was making arounds i'm not i didn't share it or nothing it was just funny seeing people's reactions but this woman was like she doesn't even understand all the artistic images in her own video and shit it's like how could you possibly know that everybody that's worked with her says she's a control fucking freak uh that she's like looking into every aspect of everything involving her image her art everything the idea of her putting out music she doesn't understand is ridiculous to me like but um or videos and images she don't understand like i I think it's very convenient to try to reduce her for a lot of people yeah and it's hard for people to accept the full vision of her when she doesn't neatly fit into what people want to see but i think one of the things about this album and about them as a couple is um there's a type of um revolution in this them loving each other and i think often people think of it more from her part because uh that's how most people view cheating in our society right they view it as the woman giving something up and we we pretty much make that that's what women supposed to do quote unquote is a man like you you need to give up everything settle down just take whatever the fuck he give you and be happy and shut the fuck up right Mm -hmm. so i think a lot of people especially when it comes to something like infidelity uh that was public with them or whatever um and i still in my opinion feel like they didn't start releasing music about it till they probably had handled it already correct even if people in real time thought they were getting like some juice i think they was like Mm -hmm. we only can tell y'all this because it's already taken care of right um but um i think people see that power dynamic as beyonce the biggest star on the earth dealing with a nigga that cheated on her well what fucking hope do i have what does that say about me what does that say about her feminism what does that say about blah 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 which you know i don't think i think (laughs) i think if you think about men women in uh cishet relationships dealing with cishet men nigga it's a fucking needle in a haystack 
the the fucking find that dude that never will ever fuck up knows everything completely blah 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 um so there's so there's that part like all women that probably end up going through something fucked up and much like the season sorry thing with the me too movement this her situation in her marriage is probably more emblematic and relatable to a lot of women on the world who don't talk up about it because a lot of times you get shamed uh if you if you find someone finds out not to mention it's embarrassing if someone were to publicly out you as the woman who got cheated on and stayed it's like wow wow you have no respect for yourself like a bunch of negative things when which you know some cases i'm sure it is that way but in some cases people make mistakes and y'all can work it out it's you know? a lot of married couples that have been together for years where infidelity has happened and not only for the men sometimes it's the women but for women it's like extra hard because it's like how dare you give the pussy away but when it comes to that it had it when it comes to that it doesn't matter which partner steps out it happened sometimes you're able to repair it and then sometimes you're not able to repair it and like i said they are couples today some of y'all parents and great-grandparents and and and, and aunts and uncles that move past that and they don't have fucked up relationships they moved they learned they grew and they moved on with their lives and they're not staying there and you wouldn't know all necessarily right. either i mean it's like that episode of insecure when molly found out her parents had been together through infidelity and she lost everything and i think it's the same thing but with beyonce a lot of people have put her on a pedestal of almost idol worship and like the sim the symbolism of what that she needs to represent for them is bigger than what a human being can actually do in real life Correct. so it's like her relationship becomes a reflection of all your relationships which is unfair to do to anybody and it's already gross and wrong to shame women for being cheated on anyway i see people say it either snarkily or sometimes just on some like petty jealous shit where it's like well she got cheated on uh well what y'all think fine women don't get cheated on you know this idea of like ha 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 laughing at the person who got cheated on as opposed to well what does it say about um men that they would do this to somebody you know what i mean like what does it say that you can be you can check all these boxes and men would do this and instead of us empathizing with the person who's been um going through this shit we end up turning on the on the dude and then eventually turn it on them like like we like it's the dude is bad leave him sis well actually you know i we're gonna go therapy counseling we're gonna work this out we're gonna figure something out we'll give a shot at trying you know marriages blah 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 and you know till death do you part and i actually did believe in that shit and i'm gonna try to figure this out um there's a lot of people that reject that because of their own pride and ego and their own experiences with men you know their own experiences with giving somebody a second chance they didn't value that second chance and and honestly it's you can be made to look like a fool twice you know and people have even less sympathy because they're gonna blame the woman period they're gonna blame her for staying she gets cheated on one time they're gonna blame her for getting cheated on if she leaves the dude that cheats on her look at sierra she left they still blamed her because our society set up to blame women no matter what um so uh with beyonce though what i find interesting in their story it becomes about her but there's this other side that we don't talk about because one of privilege but i was amazed on this album so far by how much jay-z's giving up 
of the male patriarchal ego thing it's not completely gone i mean he's still a human being he still has ego we all do uh he's still gonna brag blah 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 but if you would have told me fucking 15 years ago 20 years ago this nigga would be rapping about being in love so fucking like unabashedly come on like soft quote-unquote and i don't mean that in a mean way i mean that in the like i can't think of a better way to describe what the fuck he's talking about he's talking about uh making love in the summertime and and being grateful that music helps his kids sleep now and uh saying like thanking his wife for saving them from his own destructive tendencies that he let his own self-destructive tendencies extend to her destroying his marriage and his family almost and if it hadn't have been for her uh having some sort of forgiveness in her heart and not just forgiveness but like um um i guess the best phrase i have for it is like redemptive awareness like we can we can redeem this thing if you're willing to work for it but i gotta see it in you uh to not just be living her life for everybody outside even though they have a life like he has a couple of bars about fame on here where he talks about how they're rich and famous but they're not really trying to be famous <laughs> like, like he's like you know because you think about that life you're like well how does that make sense but it kind of does like they tell us what the fuck they want us to know when they want us to know it they're very secretive i mean they use um in the artwork for like some of the photos for this album they had actors as the twins for that when they took photos so it's not their actual babies like people were speculating like oh we finally see Rumi and sir carter and it was like uh actually you did not we hired those babies okay like that's our business fuck y'all um so it's kind of this um so i think it's kind of this thing where unfortunately because it's so wrapped up in how people view beyonce and not how people view the total package of who the carters are i feel like we're missing out on a great transformation of a dude who a lot of dudes idolize and he was the symbol of like i'll never settle down Mm -hmm. i'm gonna get hoes forever i don't i'm sorry i made you cry but you will never see me crying i'll make the song cry before i cry because i don't cry i'm a man's man quote unquote i um to see that dude quote unquote win but not win in the stereotypical oh he won because he's fucking the baddest chick on the planet like to win also like he won because he overcame his emotional scars his insecurities his uh a lot of the toxic masculinity that he's working through the things people say they really do want from men but right um the cold-hearted truth is a lot of everybody's you know favorite twitter personalities and most active like blah blah they don't actually want that shit they Mm -hmm. like being mad at people Mm -hmm. and they really prefer for these niggas to fall short so they can like point out how how they're not perfect yeah hold on as a power because like a lot of times people quote unquote do the work that people ask for them and they get mad at them for doing the work right it's like well i apologize and this is the state this is where i'm at right now and i realize i was wrong about that and i'm working on it like you only doing that for for the sale albums okay 
what what does it look like when i do this to not sell albums you know what i'm saying what you want to come back and talk but what you can't well i can only talk about my life i can be an example to the people that used to think like me and they're now watching me you know one of the most storied rappers and business moguls in the planet on the planet you're now watching me turn this page in my life to be like yo i fucked up and i'm being vocal about it not i fucked up i've played to the back kept it to myself and i'm gonna reap the benefits of the image that i crafted for thir- for 20 years i'm gonna reap that benefit of everybody thinking i'm the coolest pimp player hustler on the planet but i'm just i'm just not gonna talk about how it's fucked up that i cheated on my wife it's fucked up that um you know uh i almost destroyed my family it's fucked up that um you know i was the kind of person where uh my mom was in the closet and i didn't even really notice or care and never understood until uh like i had to get to a place where she was ready to tell me to understand what she went through not telling me you know that kind of shit that we kind of it kind of gets glossed over if you let other people tell the stories which is why a lot of times i can't read or really i don't really interact with people about their music opinions because it's so biased we're really more talking about our own opinions Mm -hmm. um anyway i just think like of the things that hit me right away it was that like because beyonce already just been that nigga i mean she rapping now like on like almost every track (laughs) like i made a joke today but i meant it Beyonce came out with a country song. She came out with a rock song. She dropping them, them sixteen bars. Next album, she gonna fuck around and fly. Yeah, she hit that like bottom of jet. I said, oh my nigga, come on. Uh, like she, like she's on some whole other level shit. She's always had her shit together. Like we've never really seen her without her shit together. Um, but it's been interesting watching the dude that to a certain extent probably one of the most i'm trying to think of others but i would say in, in my mind he's one of the forebearers of toxic masculinity within the black community and i don't mean that as a as a diss i just mean it because i think a lot of our music is like that and we just don't think about it correct but i mean as far as propagating it profiting off of it spreading it i mean jay was and i mean and i'm and like i have empathy for it because i'm not saying oh he had all this this information and he just said fuck it i'm gonna be this like he was the thinking man's drug dealing rapper you know he did feel bad about selling drugs to his people but understood like i still i'm still gonna do this you know and you know he rapped about such you know selling drugs to his own family and shit um back in the day you know he rapped about the somberness of having all this money but you can't really enjoy your money because of the one how you got it but two you're still in a place where people are gonna take it from you you know when when he's like you know you think i'm lucky but how lucky am i you know like i'm poisoning my people and then also like niggas want to kill me over this shit um i'm never gonna have a relationship with a woman on any level beyond just trying to fuck him or something you know like he had like he was trapped in that box and if it hadn't have been for this woman which is you know a sad story but this kind of this this the story of a lot of men if it hadn't have been for this woman loving him he was never 
going to wake up to that shit right and the the thing about it uh particularly in my opinion because of uh, toxic uh, masculinity it's a lot of dudes who have a lot of women that literally love the hell out of them like 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 they love them to break their walls down they they soften their hearts you know but my thing is that depending on a woman that's every that's not every woman's responsibility it's your desire well see that that point you just made is why i think people don't like him and they don't like her with him and they don't like the album with them being together they don't like the tour them together it's that exact thought like women are just kind of fed up with it so why would this icon do something that women are fed up with so i think that's where it comes from and and to an extent i can under i can understand that uh frustration uh particularly as you get older you like nigga you ought to have your shit together we all old ain't nobody got time to, ain't nobody got time to raise a child yeah but you didn't marry that nigga correct i mean it's, it's, it's kind of like the kim kardashian kanye thing i wouldn't then that's why i didn't accept kanye's proposal because i don't know what to do when the nigga come home and say slavery is a choice kim must because they figured it out my black ass would have i don't know what i could have done you know but one of the things i was gonna say too even with um kanye you know even with jay-z with a lot of men women are tired of hearing men learn how to respect and treat women and think of women as human beings until they have a daughter come on now so they get married you know things yeah, of this nature that shit get old cause right yeah it's tired to y'all right. the same way it's tired to me as a black person right well i'm like i mean you're obviously a black woman but when you hear a white person hit the you know and then my daughter married a black man and i realized well you know something i started dating this guy or i got a friend and he lived up the street and i saw someone call him a nigger and i realized how wrong it was and a lot of us who lived that experience are like well what the fuck took you so long to get here right you're looking like nigga all the women you've had around you forever it took you bearing you know having a child by a woman having a child before you go oh i need to treat the mother of my child better and i need to treat my daughter better you know and it's weird when it comes to love because people will have unconditional love for children but they won't have love for the 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 person that bore that child they won't have you know respect for the person or anything like that but they'll love they'll love that child it's it's really really weird that we can have this love for children and not have the same love for one another even if we're not with that person at least have some form of respect yeah people don't even really have that love for children in my opinion not like they should i don't think they're their own like I'm, i'm talking about their own they don't really have that love for the children either let let that child be gay let the child tell them i'm I'm trans you know like like a lot of people got a very conditional love even for their kids true it's just it's the closest we can get to unconditional love i think is the people's love for children but correct it's still a a far cry off in a lot of cases yeah you know look how people don't turn out just right it's a problem yeah you know look how many people um you know and, and people are flawed conditioned human beings they're loving you the best way they know that they think they can yeah, but but yeah. we don't all have money and time for therapy and all this extra shit that comes with yeah. all of us not going to school for philosophy and shit not everybody knows what they're supposed to know and that's why you have a lot of people you know that i beat my kid my kid is scared of me but also unconditional love for my kid well how can it be both 
you know how can it really be both um especially when you have a black kid because there's an extra level of fear there when they're whenever they're out on their own or out of your sight you know so correct um my one of my favorite passages though um from the from the um album isn't even the um uh by beyonce or jay-z this is an older black woman i don't know her name i'm sure i can look it up uh but someone asked her can you tell us about love mm-hmm. and she said hmm, well there's love of children love of self love of god love of a partner all of them have a different shape but all of them is the same in the end it's about sensitivity it's about passion it's about unconditional giving of self to another person and there's love of humanity that's the love that is right now needed most love of humanity but in everything in all of that love there's a soul it's like when you take some eggs and break them and you take the shells and mix them up trying to find the ones that match and you find the perfect match when you find the perfect match that's compatibility that compatibility results in passion results in unconditional giving of self like that's probably the closest to what i think love is anyway but um i just thought it was interesting to see like um that put in this album because to me i think this is what jay-z had in mind when he did best of both worlds and i'm not saying obviously an album with r kelly different than an album with his wife duh correct but i mean sonically i think he had this in mind like he's kind of been preparing to be the the artist that can do this for a long time um because he he has done so much work with beyonce um already with these singles having each other on each other's albums and shit um and then his collab with like kanye his collab with r kelly um he's kind of had these like moments of wanting to do something kind of new and i think he really did stumble onto something kind of new here for rap i don't think it's new for r&b as much Mm-mm but i mean and you know beyonce is always breaking ground so it's kind of like you know she drugged this nigga along or whatever but to a certain extent this this idea of a a, a rap love album by a couple is kind of some new shit and it's kind of cool you know it's kind of corny but i think love is corny i think it is a lot of you can't be cool and be in love who is these people that think you can be in love and be cool nope Sometimes y'all laugh at corny-ass jokes with each other. Sometimes y'all do stupid dances in front of each other. Right. You know, like, that that's, that, that's the part of, of being in love that's actually cool to me for the fact that I ain't got to be cool with you all yeah. the time. You ain't got to be on all the time. Yeah, I like I said, I just, um, I find it kind of, in a way, kind of cool that, like this is the first time that they've done something together and my initial impression has been more about jay-z than beyonce i mean because one beyonce is always impressive but like jay sound like the batteries in his back he sounds refreshed he sounds younger almost he sounds you know it's you know what it is he sounds like since 444 too but this 444 was like a very apologetic album because he had to be contrite he had to be honest he had to be transparent in a way he's never been before um but and and i don't mean to say the other albums were anyway this album sounds like the first time where he really is comfortable being himself yeah Yeah. i think that's what it is being in his skin yeah and that's for that that for artists as artists grow sometimes you can tell as they grow they become comfortable in just being 
in the moment right. i am here right here right now i'm just going to enjoy this moment yeah i like something about this album made me think about just like i know i never thought i'd see this nigga rap like this i don't know that i'd see another nigga rap like this period everybody no matter how even when we call an artist soft like say drake how much of his music is still kind of tied up in like i'm gonna still treat women like shit though i still have to make sure that happens mm-hmm. um and you know and jay i'm still i'm sure still has some more growth and maturing that he can do as we all do but i appreciate him giving me a window into his process um and like i said beyonce is always excellent so it's kind of like not to sound shady but she kind of drug this drug it out of this nigga in a way and i'm not saying drug like she like it was a fight but Mm -hmm. just like his career has been not wanting to do what he's doing right now like he's always kind of been like let me be the cooler than cool guy let me not give you too much insight into my life let me let's cool let's calm down on the personal details y'all don't need to know my political stances um and he just fucking has been on some like some other like like this out this album is also very like political he's talking about the they ain't really fuck the how the fbi stuff started investigating him after the khalif browder documentary and he don't give a fuck because he about to do a trayvon martin documentary and i'm like who was this nigga? i remember when this nigga was like i don't talk politics i just doing dope boy rap leave me the fuck alone hey lyrically i could be to lil quali you know truthfully i want to rhyme like common sense but i did five mil i ain't been rhyming like common sense like i can't believe that nigga is this nigga but it's kind of beautiful in a growth turn in terms of growth um as for beyonce man i just think she makes everything look good like legitimately um (laughs) like she was rapping and at no point in the album was i like oh my god she can rap you know because she's already kind of been doing this stuff you know the flawless remix and stuff like she's been doing this for a while but like she fucking did it on this album it's like like if you if i introduce somebody to this album first they'd be like oh so is she like a rapper slash singer like does she how many other albums she have like this and i'll be like well actually dog that's kind of thing yeah like like <laughs> you know and to be told i've been paying attention y'all gonna fuck around and she gonna do like an entire country album an entire rock album like i could see her being like oh y'all was mad and wouldn't invite me to the country music awards i'm gonna make a whole goddamn album right and see if y'all uh don't and see if y'all uh get mad because i'll be number one yeah she yeah so i mean it's funny because the other part of this i think that and maybe it's just necessitated because he didn't have a choice he's never gonna be bigger than her Mm -mm, mm mm-mm so he could never sell on an album yeah it's me and like i'm um i got my woman behind me supporting her strong black king like he was never gonna be able to sell that and dim her star so it's almost like by necessity he has to rid himself of ego because if that's a world tour is that a world tour that's your girl's tour it's his girl's tour yeah he's just the opening act yeah and like now they'll be doing i don't like now they'll be doing stuff together probably in the middle of the thing that they wouldn't have been before because they just made all this music together so 
last time it was like he was the opening act but now i bet you it'll be more even quote-unquote but only because he made these songs with her you know yeah. if they being fair you know she could still like do her discography to end the fucking uh set every night and nobody would be mad at all um or they could do like these new songs together to end the act like yeah. they still could and, do it and i think he's so comfortable with his manhood in my opinion and where he is that when people go it's a beyonce album he's like cool like yeah. like like it, it, it doesn't even phase him because as far as i'm concerned it's a beyonce album everybody's concerned. featuring you right as far as everybody's concerned this nigga is on her album yeah come on but 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 like like i said i i think it's just unfortunate agendas are what agendas are people gonna have them it's just unfortunate because i'm very inspired by the idea of this couple in a in a time when we are so fractured amongst black men and black women cishet like in the community not to mention the many other divides amongst other groups you know and the cj kind of turn into a dude that is uh cleaning up himself in a very public way very becoming very pro-black becoming very outspoken becoming very uh pro like openly a father like openly um supportive of his woman his own like her her best hype man is him now come on um, like he's just like i'm gonna be kelly michelle y'all yeah. you got this beyonce you still the star mm-hmm. uh, and then and then the fact that she loves him and hypes him up too like this album with them hyping each other up is like it's something cool about that shit in a in a way because it's kind of corny but it's kind of yes. but it's kind of beautiful because in a way not exactly like them but a lot of people want this like they want their person hyping them up always they want their number one fan to be wearing the wedding band across from them they want um they want to be forgiven for making a mistake and they want people that make mistakes to be sincerely apologetic and 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 resign to being better because like when we talk about this marriage shit everybody just and i i I guess it's the way we're indoctrinated and and i hate i'm not trying to knock you know do what you want to do i'm not trying to tell you how to live your life but this idea that you married a person that's never going to change and will forever be perfect for the entire rest of your life Mm -mm. is such a fucking um pipe dream come on that it's scary that we as adults i still know adults who they don't want to come out and say but they really do have a very childlike belief of like what love is going to look like Mm -hmm, and but and we're now watching now obviously these are sanitized crevices they're showing us but still Mm -hmm. somebody took the time out and said here's how things aren't always perfect even when you think they look perfect on the outside here's some real shit and i feel like for a large part people have not been able to handle it because they actually would prefer the sanitized cleaned up flawless images even though behind the scenes we could be like at at, at war with each other and hate each other they actually would rather have the fake shit so they can like put it on a t-shirt and say it's perfect than the real shit but the real shit is the only thing in life that's valuable right and and i and i i like it and i 
you know i appreciate that uh part and it's one of the things we're talking about partners you know particularly if you're with your partner for any extensive period of time if you marry somebody 10 years later they should not be the same person nor you should should you 20 years later y'all should not be the same if you're not married if you're not married you won't be the same person right why like marriage isn't like a status isn't like a static like a hold it's not like a box that puts you in a hold position you can't move you're going to like the way you're growing without a mate you're going to grow with one or with multiple mates or however your life is going to be set up correct you're you're not who you were 10 years ago and you're not who you're gonna be 10 years from now nobody is and we got to watch a very public black couple that's rich famous and all this shit be like hey this shit isn't easy and it's not it's not always fair and it's not always right and people on the outside aren't gonna know what the fuck's going on and they're not Mm -hmm. they're not gonna it's really like something where they're gonna have their opinions but love like i always (laughs) i think when i talk about love on the show sometimes uh or especially on twitter and stuff people retweet it and be like oh my god so great but i don't know how much they really listen because i'm like i'm not saying it to be pessimistic i'm just saying the reality of what i've experienced is that love only care about itself correct it really can't afford to be caring about how the fuck it's gonna look Mm -mm. so there's certain things when i like read or talk about and i'm like yeah well if two consenting adults agree to this arrangement what the fuck do i know i don't live with them come on i'm you not know? married to you they're like there's like it's kind of a good perfect example this is not about love but just in general uh opening doors right mm-hmm. there's some women that are like yo don't just open the door for me open the door for everybody fuck you i don't believe in that right like i fucking i'm a human being would you open a door if i was a man they treat me like a man close the fucking door i don't give a fuck at least you being real right there's some people that staunchly believe that like you open the door for them they might even get an attitude or not walk through it right very i think it's very rare but but still there are people like that Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of women that are like if i go on a date with a guy and this motherfucker don't open the goddamn door for me uh, i know right then he ain't shit and he ain't getting nothing like uh, nah fuck you like i don't like i can go home now actually we don't even have to go in this fucking restaurant (laughs) you fucking piece of shit non-gentleman ass nigga there are some people that think like that Mm -hmm. now i don't really give a fuck about who's right or wrong in that situation i know that there's a person out there that'll open the door for person b and there's a person out there that won't open the door for person a so that if that's the thing that makes either one of them happy correct and that is that's to me what love looks like on the outside but what it feels like on the inside do you want me to open the door for you or not that's between me and you yeah yeah but if i make my life about living my life for everybody outside of do you want the door open for you or not i might look better to a bunch of motherfucking strangers but i might be letting you down and i only have to care about you that's the 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 idea isn't how do i make everyone around me happy it's you know so i mean we were talking about consenting adults and we're not talking about like abusive situations obviously that's kind of the that's kind of the whole gag with love that's the whole fucking catch 22 of it so i think beyonce and jay kind of let people in and see that and for the most part i don't know that we're mature enough to see it because you still got people being like i don't want him on the album i don't want him on the tour i I, like what do you want (laughs) to like it's too bad you didn't marry the nigga you only get one choice buy a ticket or don't 
that's but listen to the album or don't you don't yep. really get a lot of choice about her personal life you know it, it's it's but you know we've talked about it before it's that selective kind of like you said um fuck kim kardashian fuck that bitch da, 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 da. she gets no credit for getting that woman out of prison meanwhile on tv the woman sitting next to her crying thanking her because i'm gonna finally go see my family again yeah it's a little harder to remove kim from the narrative when that's the truth right like we can either be honest or we can just live in these agendas which i mean people are perfectly happy to live in their agendas but you know the truth of the matter is she's the nigga that got uh cornrows um in in the in fucking video and it's disgusting and everybody hates that shit and she's also the woman that got that person that that get woman out of jail yeah, people I, are, I don't know yeah, i'm sorry it's not clean yeah people are complex and yeah. even you're complex in your own personal life when it comes to certain things you know because like i said when you talk about opening up the doors i know for me i like you opening up the doors for me but that's just my personal preference yeah i wasn't trying to get necessarily into all that but you know my, i mean my point is the bigger point is not about the door it's about yeah, I, know. I can open that door for you because i love you and you like that mm-hmm. or i cannot open the door for you because people on twitter say uh you shouldn't open the door for your wife because she's a woman or blah, blah, blah. you just open the door for everybody or whatever you know it's like i hear you but this is my life you know what i mean i have to live my life in the way that that i've set my life up i married a woman to say open the door the door getting open fuck you want me to do like to make the point for you, i can get some retweets off of this like i can't live my life for that you know but i think that shit matters in in that context you know so yeah i um, mean you don't do it for me all the time no i just walk up to a door and just look at it like a door <laughs> yeah i mean yes yeah, i mean it's never been a thing you know I've, you never like got mad at me or something but but the but the point being like i know that's something you like so mm-hmm. i do it when i can as opposed to you know um i don't know how we got on this door shit i was trying to make it <laughs> now it's an analogy it's not about the door um you know to to basically it's like if uh i'll give you another if a woman says i want a man that takes care of me makes all the money and i stay at home and i cook and clean and raise the kids Mm -hmm. a lot of people will down her for that Mm -mm. but if that's the fuck she would want right that's what she wants and she marries a man that's gonna do it then that's what the fuck that's that's their marriage and they're happy long as they not going outside and telling everybody you better do this or you won't be happy the fuck do i care that's what make you happy but we lost something we i think when you put people on a pedestal and you worship them or you put their relationship up um as something to achieve as opposed to just this is how they decided to live their life you end up in these situations where you like but she didn't do it the way i would do it so clearly it's fucked up and also something i realized is that uh everybody wants to take the choice away from everybody but them right i want the right to choose what i want to do but you better do what i want you to do right. that's not choice you know the 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 uh the the thing about it, that's why when it comes to uh, beyonce and feminism and all that stuff people want to heap that upon her and all that type of stuff but how she lives her life is her choice how you live your life is your choice if you want to marry somebody marry multiple people have multiple relationships that's your choice lgbtqi that's your choice and have children not have children that's your choice have an abortion not have an abortion that's and 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 now those that's the right but it's amazing 
how people claim that they want everybody to be free but do you really want everybody to be free when you're constantly putting chains on other people because they don't do the things that you want them to do well then no you really don't want everybody to be free you only want to control people yeah you want them to make the choices you decide are okay for them to make right right but you don't want that put on you and that's the thing you huff and puff and you complain when these white folks come over here telling you what you can and cannot do you want to hop and get an attitude well then don't turn around and oppress somebody else because they didn't do the way the, the way you want it done yeah like i said man that, so that's been interesting to see that kind of analysis of the album and shit and to see a lot of like people still mad at jay-z um for cheating on beyonce which you know they seem to have gotten over but you know uh doesn't mean you as a fan have to get over it you know obviously and no you um and uh and also people being you know kind of fed up and tired of men learning on the job essentially because women don't get to learn on the job Oh, no, women no. are prepared from day one to like these are the duties you have to do to be a good mate and men are pretty much told you can figure it out whenever the fuck you feel like it get old and 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 do whatever the fuck you want to do and then some woman will still be out there um so it's definitely an unfair system i think a lot of people are reacting to that yeah yeah and so that's how you end up with the analysis of the album that's kind of like fuck him forever and it's fucking up my agenda but um i don't know i mean i'm i can't even say sorry because as as a dude i'm still kind of uh impressed that uh this nigga would put his ego to the side because i just don't i'm not used to men doing it i'm sorry it's a rare that's kind of the that's the rea- the reality of it is i've seen uh rap is getting old it is what i love about rap is that it is getting older it's growing up we still have young people coming in which is beautiful too um you know these young niggas rapping and stuff they're gonna make mistakes they're gonna be wrong about things they're gonna look up to the wrong people they're gonna have the wrong we all did it you know i still remember see the lord's tucker you know um like uh going in on cursing and and misogyny and hip-hop and stuff uh i've been saying on this show for a minute um that interview i heard i think was with winton marcellus or winston marcellus i can't remember his name sorry buddy but i mean the nigga had a point i ain't gotta agree with the point but i didn't find him to be some coon for being like yo this music might be as harmful as it is uh more harmful than it has been good over the period of time but i think part of that is that hip-hop didn't get to have elder statesmen until very recently yeah all the old niggas had got fucked on their record deals so they just disappeared yeah. it wasn't like you know like we had uh 80s groups that had um made music and should be looked at as like oh let's see what they're doing in 30 years to see like what those dudes you know now that they're 60 like what are they rapping about what are they talking about money gone band broke up yeah and they're just you know they're not famous anymore there's no record label right. there was the acts weren't seen as having longevity it took rappers being able to invest in themselves a la a nas a la a jay-z um dr dre these people you know maybe not the best role models but it took them being able to invest in their own music to have control over their music so that in 40 years they could still be rapping so you know may and maybe that's gonna be the oh it's so corny now da 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 but to me that's actually been super refreshing i didn't think this music would grow up with me you know because rap was new when we was kids 
yeah i had no reason to think that it was more than specific to our culture and then it would eventually fade out when something new came along yeah compared to other genres of music yes yeah so uh it's it's kind of been um interesting to see um this music grow up to see fonte put out an album like uh like no news is good news you know to see um um people be able to say um jay-z has grown into a nigga that went from essentially hating women overtly to um a guy who's trying to undo his toxic masculinity in front of everybody at age 50 something or whatever the fuck like yeah didn't see that coming i can still be surprised by this music um so i I don't know that it kind of gives me hope so um anyway um oh yeah i saw xx temptation died before we did the show started the show he got shot you know i don't know who that is well that's interesting because we talked about him several times on the show oh okay i don't remember nobody's name you don't even try uh Mm -hmm. i'm not even gonna lie to you he's a rapper he uh was also accused of uh raping and sexually assaulting a girl that was like his girlfriend for like two weeks oh uh, the one that tried to like uh according to her he uh forced some uh instruments into her like a barbecue instrument i know we talked about it on the show uh, um anyway he died he was shot and killed before the show so i don't know if he uh did it himself or whatever but remember when i said hip-hop still got the young people coming in making young people mistakes uh they also got this rapper um that six nine dude that i keep telling you about mm-hmm. um with the rainbow hair yeah i remember him he took chief keith's baby mom on like a shopping trip and recorded it and like put it on like social media and stuff because a lot of these dudes are really tuned into social media now and you know i remember you know thinking to myself like okay we've been here before you know people laughed kind of at the whole drake j prince thing like it was no big deal when he came and shut that shit down and he said look this is when people start you know like threat it gets serious after this come on the things he said after this it wasn't gonna be something you could just take back Mm-mm. um yeah i really do um yeah, people end up getting hurt like really hurt yeah i really do think we might be due for more of that shit that we kind of came into with Nas and big era when people start taking it so far for an audience <clears throat> and you know i forget the other it was another rapper who was like showing up in people's town oh maybe it was chief keith that was no 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 i'm sorry it's another dude who shows up in people's towns and it's like i'm in chicago y'all niggas ain't out here y'all say y'all kill me fuck y'all niggas blah 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 and then like cops back on the plane and leaves but it's that kind of shit where i'm like okay be careful you know what i mean like shit is getting um not everything is you know i think that dude got shot at uh six nine got shot at and people laughed it off like all them shots wasn't close okay so i guess we'll wait till he gets killed and then we'll go oh i guess people with guns don't really necessarily play like that no they don't you know i, I think it was was it uh Lil wayne who had his tour bus shot up or rick ross has tour bus shot up here in charlotte like what yeah not yeah was it a few like years two ago years ago yes. like i don't know man i just this is the shit is not a game for everybody man Mm-mm. so 
motherfuckers need to be careful out here and when you talk about people you don't never know how they're gonna take it or perceive it yeah and i don't know if the the the, the dude that died today if he offed himself or what the fuck happened the details aren't out yet but you know obviously because he was an abusive dude you're gonna have all the hot takes and all that stuff so i just logged off of social media because i don't blame you. people are just gonna talk reckless right now um which happens you know just i'm staying out of it um <clears throat> Nicki minaj is in the news um she says that she uh is abstaining from sex while her uh while she's single for the first time and only a king can have my body okay spiritually i've experienced more growth in the last six months of my life of my career than i have in the last eight years she credits that change to the fact that the first time in life since she was 15 years old and she hasn't had a serious boyfriend the time alone has given nikki the power to realize that she can do just fine as an independent woman does not need a man i remember feeling like i could do anything at one time in my life and somewhere along the line just started second guessing myself for whatever reason as soon as i realized that i could actually live and breathe and eat and sleep and walk and talk without having a boyfriend something clicked in me becoming single was one of the things that made me feel strong and powerful the fact that i'm a young woman that doesn't need a man for money i don't need a man for a job i don't never have to fuck for beats i never had to fuck for a record deal i i don't i don't have those pressures yeah, I, I really think that, yeah, she's taking shots at Cardi. You, can, you can't tell me. This is all this, all this shit she coming out. This is all, sound like personal beef. Man, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I might be wrong, but maybe she talking, she throwing shit at somebody else, but I don't know. Abstaining from sex, had to zen my body. I ain't giving, so don't ask. I don't lend my body. He got to be king status to get in my body, she says on one song. Um she doesn't expand on who exactly fits the the bill of king status um so well no yeah i guess uh she yeah, also no, oh. did somebody ask for this she's just offering this information it was an interview i i, I don't know I, you know it's one of those things too where i wonder if we're gonna get our first pick me album which is a whole untapped market of uh hotel queens out there like oh, that should have sailed i don't know that you know like people knocking it but like she might be able to make the switch from a sex positive icon to uh a person that's um able to to be like the rest of y'all females ain't got a man because y'all don't appreciate y'all body and maybe she'll be able to um capitalize into the ashy market i don't we don't know do do ashy spend money or is the money ashy too I, I mean dr umar almost built got enough money to build a school just didn't build it so maybe you know maybe the money's out there she also addressed criticism over her sex worker comments um she said the rapper came under fire of course for that article we read last week that insinuated that women who are sex workers don't know their worth uh she responded to a person on twitter who uh took clips from the article and was like uh what the fuck you talking about nikki <laughs> dear nikki minaj your lyrics are hypocritical you went over to l magazine to slut shame certain types of women because that wasn't your route allegedly people need to stop trying to dictate and police women in their bodies if you can't help don't hurt at nikki minaj so she responded um suck my dick asshole had you read the article i was critiquing myself more than anything i was said what i said was i hope my overt lyrics and photos don't make my fans think i'm the type 
uh telling them to, uh, telling them to be promiscuous and to know their worth lyrics photos and fucking are all three different things hmm. yes you started off on pen didn't you uh well it gets worse oh a woman can be a freak with her man sexual sexual spit explicit lyrics and ex- exhibitionist love freaky girl talk with her girlfriends require men to treat her like a queen etc none of that equates to selling pussy now pop my dick out your mouth the nikki hate train has left the building that person could have been a fan baby uh you know what i find interesting uh i really do think she's trying to insinuate cardi's out here fucking people for beats uh but then uh the second part is um you still kind of this the idea of uh sex work yes you did you did like you say you while saying you're not you 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 just kind of doubled down on what the fuck he said you believe so hmm um he said dear Mickey minaj as his response i said what i said uh i'll add it i'll add to it before i change it you did slut shame women in the l magazine article why call only me out oh because the truth stung instead of worrying about my opinion you should be getting that cement removed sis uh, oh well you know better <laughs> now you just body shame her back um and then i saw i don't know if she took it down or not but i know she also had told her barbs to beat up somebody if they saw him i don't know if she took that shit down hopefully someone told her to to take that shit back um down because that's kind of dangerous public relationship people public relation people think mm-hmm. it her was like no ma'am yeah that's that somebody get fucked up off of that uh that's not gonna be good so I don't, i'm looking at her thing maybe yeah it's like she must have took it down i hope she did yeah, somebody cause take that down. i'm like dog that's like that could be considered to be a threat and if something have something happened to a person like that like mm, that's a lawsuit baby yeah mm. so anyway um i really think she just need to come out and diss cardi straight up and just leave it at that leave it it's funny because it's the same thing remy was saying so maybe she's remy said it about her so maybe it could just be a reaction to that i don't know uh supreme court declines to curb electoral map manipulation yep the u.s supreme court on monday dealt a setback to election reformers by declining to use high profile cases for wisconsin and maryland to curb the ability for state lawmakers to draw electoral districts purely for partisan advantage sidestepping major rulings denying justices decided both cases on narrow legal grounds and put off perhaps until their next term which begins in october a more definitive ruling of the contentious practice known as partisan gerrymandering in one decision the court handed a victory to wisconsin republicans who drew state electoral electoral districts that helped entrench their party in power by throwing out a 9-0 vote a lower court ruling uh that the districts uh on a 9-0 vote a lower court ruling that the districts deprived democratic voters of their constitutional rights including equal protection under the law <coughs> the supreme court found that democratic voters who sued to block republican drawn electoral maps lack legal standing to bring the case because they challenged it on a statewide basis rather than focus on individual legislative districts so basically they kicked the ball down the road and they would have to bring the case back up based on individual districts or some shit they did the same thing with um the baker vote they came in with that bullshit why that's pointless 
make a sweeping uh decision across the board mm-hmm. um all right let's go to the next uh session before we get cut off we'll be right back guys um just take a second but yeah these, these are all the things people said were on the voting uh you know these are the kind of things where um i wonder if some of the democratic leaning justices are okay with kicking these decisions down the road to a certain extent uh partially because they're hoping um uh for some type of way to get a a a liberal another liberal justice in there or a replacement for them things of this nature Mm -hmm. um because you know they know if it comes to a ruling they they won't they'll probably lose um and that was a very important ruling because more than anything uh more than the candidates more than anything jerry uh gerrymandering is fucking up our democracy uh north carolina's not even considered a democracy right now Mm-mm. like that's that's some scary shit to think about we live in a state that's not considered a fucking democracy because of all the way they've rigged um the the um gerrymandering the voting to make sure our votes count the least in democratic situations correct and especially black votes which north carolina got caught specifically saying in emails we're trying to fuck up the black vote um anyway fuck them niggas i'm sorry that's okay irritate me i saw this on uh facebook welcome and i thought it was amazing um <laughs> uh it's called the real nigga show is a video i saw on um on facebook uh forget the woman's name who makes it um uh, but she did like all the own, her own voices. the realest show ever by the busiest man in the day sorry she did all the, her own voices uh and all of her um the animation uh it's called jut jut jutland is the name of the like uh where like the youtube and uh and the uh facebook j-u-n-t space land uh anyway this can y'all see it in chat mm-hmm. this is amazing game brought to you by beard balm for the man who isn't able good morning everybody welcome to the show i'm a real nigga thank you for joining me today i want to talk about some things that i think is real beneficial for the world but most specifically for females so today's show is dedicated just to the females i gotta do a disclaimer if you want a dude thinking you strong and independent and a feminist keep doing what you're doing sweetheart but if you want to get right and get a man this the show for you we'll be right back right after this message so uh i got a guest a even more real nigga he can currently be seen in your dms thank you for accepting his friend request in the comment section why does his description say waiting to hear back from attempt service oh no of the shade room and at your hood gas station welcome to the show man blessed to be here man in your expert opinion what do you think is the biggest problem with females let's play the blame game females love to play the blame game man i'm gonna say this one time for the one time what kind of dude y'all out here choosing the man you entertain is a reflection of you so if he ain't shit 
would that make you be more selective? Love yourself. None of us is perfect. Get all that hurt out your heart, sweetheart. Let a real nigga love you. Yeah, I find the hypocrisy astounding as well. Alright, we about to take some calls. First up, we got a female from Washington, D.C. Hi, this question is for Amo. How do you feel about monogamy? Polygamy, most natural thing in the world. We were kings and queens of Africa. Kings, they had just one piece. Oh, are you a king? Bless your heart. I'm a king and you a queen, love. Wear your crown. So what about polyandry? Who? I don't know her. Next caller. Why y'all take so long to text us back? Respect yourself. Next caller. Why do you call us females? The hell you talking about? All right, I'm at to cut in right here. We're going to keep it respectful. No attacking my guests. Oh, it was just a simple question. What the hell am I supposed to call you? Are you not a female? You're supposed to call us women because that's what we are. Who you got calling in here, man? <laughs> Female could refer to literally any species. You could be talking about dogs. You don't hear women referring to men as males because it's stupid. I'd already warned you not to attack my guests. We're going to have to let you go. No, no, let, let, let me respond. Every female got a title now. Whether you a queen or you a thought or you, <laughs> or you a man-hating feminist. No matter what y'all are, I always keep it respectful. But if you want me to call you a woman, okay, I'm going to call you a woman. You happy? Stay blessed, love. All right, I was going to do a closing monologue, but some things came up. The end. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what it was. Manera Sophia, Sophia Jones. I mean, actually, let me make sure I can say that right. Um, uh, yeah, Manera Sophia Jones. Oh my God, that shit cracked me up when I seen it today. Uh. So that's what I've been going down. They got another one where he going a date. He's I haven't seen he that. He got the real one. nigga show where he go on date. Yes, and they like talking about relationship, and everybody on Facebook was talking about that one. I don't oh, know which one it was. All right, let me see if I can find this. It must be on the YouTube page. Um oh my god but this shit cracked me the fuck up because i was like that is how niggas be talking for real oh my god and, uh, <laughs> respect yourself uh <laughs> polyamory i don't know i don't, I don't know, know her. i was like oh my <laughs> who is she <laughs> oh man um anyway man Juntland was where i uh, saw that at so um <clears throat> you might be able to find it on facebook uh twitter uh, i know i retweeted it so oh dating in 2018 mm-hmm. how men communicate okay thanks so much for agreeing to meet me now my schedule is so crazy I'll good morning up. beautiful good good afternoon uh i was just saying i had never been to this restaurant and it it seems really nice what you doing I I am actually uh, talking uh, right now, as a matter of, of fact, to you. That's cool. Yeah, that that is cool. So, uh, what do you like to do? Mine, so much, you know, too much to name. Could you try to name them? 
these quick cuts to each other's faces is uh is killery <laughs> you'll find out that out as we get to know each other you know you know what i'm saying oh okay well um what are you looking for out of dating are you wanting to be married with children uh what do you want <laughs> he disappeared oh no <laughs> <laughs> He literally vanished, y'all. Was that hard of a question? Ah, uh, that was good. She really sitting at the table by herself drinking wine. Well, I guess that uh, is the end of that. Yeah, my bad. Wow, I had some things come up. So, uh, oh, what, what you doing? Are you serious? <laughs> what you mean? You're you're serious. What's the problem? The problem is you disappeared. And I'm sorry, that's not the way I communicate. Look, I don't know what type of dudes you used to, but I got a lot going on. I'm a photographer. I promote parties. I'm running for city council. I got a plumbing business. I throw boxes at FedEx. I sell a little bit of dick on the side. I got ambition. And if you can't handle that you know what i'm saying let me know no i appreciate a man with goals don't get me wrong but i also appreciate a man who puts in the effort to get to know me oh so this ain't effort that's that's what you're saying i, I ain't putting in the work i don't mean no harm but i don't even think you the female for me man you wear suits to dates man i already knew you was one of them females want a nigga to bend over backwards i'm only one man sweetheart i can't do it all i ain't even worried about nothing i got a beard it just grew stronger fooling with you and i know you see these eyes you know what i'm saying i think we just need to go our own separate ways you know what i'm saying go be perfect and not need a man for nothing bye why you keep disappearing? Hey, what you doing? I missed you. <laughs> Send me a pic. Send me a pic? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Those are really good. Oh, no. I hope y'all ain't out there having dates like that. Shit, I don't want to date then. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Uh, this show's gotten off the rails. I don't know what we're doing anymore. Um, let me see. I sell dick on the side. That's hilarious. <laughs> sell, sell a little dick on the side. Uh, throw a box at the UPS truck. Oh, man. All right, we've been going an hour and a half. Let's do uh, fucking with black people and uh, start, you know, wrap everything up. Um, Where is it at? There we go. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe. We find different articles, make us feel fucked with, and we assign point scores from zero to hundred in intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. All right, let's see who's fucking with us, guys. Lil Rail, you know the comedian. Mm-hmm. Lil Rail Howery stands up for the black press at the MTV Movies and TV Awards. <clears throat> There's been a serious rift between Black Hollywood and the black press lately, but Get Out's Lil Rail is putting his foot down, making sure the journalist of color will get his attention first. 
uh the los angeles times reported that the actor and comedian gave black journalists and press preferential treatment on saturday night saturday night's red carpet <clears throat> i want to start with the people who are actually supporting me have supported me and will actually put the content out there he said in an interview with mm. the times on friday talking about his upcoming movie uncle ted then i'll talk to everyone else but that's who i'm going to start with first harry also told the times that this topic came up at a recent national association of black journalists panel in uh, los angeles and it really stuck with him some of us black stars forget what was sitting on that little table when we was growing up he told the Times, speaking of the iconic publications ebony essence and jet that was how we knew who was who but we seem to have forgotten that i don't know what's going to happen but i just want fairness um his stance comes at a time where black journalists and film critics of color have been extremely vocal about not having the same access to black celebrities compared to mainstream outlets with mostly writers and staff staff this conversation also exacerbated last week when usc released a study that found that movie critics in the u.s are white and male with white critics writing about 82 percent of all film reviews found on rotten tomatoes in 2017 come on uh yeah it's one of the reasons like i think about this often but i don't think i don't know a way to do it but i wish we could take spoiler reviews from behind the paywall and like put it out because i know we're black people black critic we're officially we're official movie movie critics yeah um but i wish there was a way to really do that you know i don't want to hurt our bottom line obviously we have to make a living but um but yeah because i'm like i want black people to hear movie critics that are black that aren't just giving them the, the typical recycled bullshit or you know i didn't go to film critic school you know just, we're just people that happen to be good at what we do we like a lot of stuff yeah we <clears throat> might can do something so separate yeah we, 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 i threw the show something with, to think yeah. about you know but the point being like the idea of what we do is kind of a big deal because we we aren't representative of a lot of people and the people who shape opinions when it comes to movies are mostly white and male yeah and that's why anything that starts a female gets shitted on anything that starts anybody brown either does not get covered or get shitted on um yeah it's not even <clears throat> it's not even just that though karen it's something else because it's not just they're shitting on women's shows or whatever because uh, they it's like when they like something with a woman it's the type of woman they fuck with right you know what i'm saying so like ladybird can get critical acclaim in a way that um <clears throat> in a way that say um i don't know you pick you pick a movie starring a black woman you know uh i'll tell you what ladybird can get critical acclaim in a way that the best man holiday can't now i saw best man holiday it was a great movie not just as in a black movie it made a lot of money we review it we're like this is fucking great go out and see it you'll have a great time white critics a lot of times don't even see those movies no they skip past when them. they do see the movies they just completely like and eh, the checkout you know where but they'll go see meet the fockers 12 like it's that kind of thing that kind of energy um and so black press covering black media is super important um or just covering media with a black perspective not that you walk into it going i'm gonna be so black but just this idea of like i have lived experiences as a black person and i might it might tailor how i receive things in a way that we never question when it's white when it's white media people it's just their opinion 
white media people love detroit they just love detroit white people love um um this is us they just love this is us you know but if i'm black and i love it and i go hey well you know um detroit has some some issues with it and i don't love it it's you know that's an issue if i go i like this is us but i like it because it's such a black show it's like that's an issue you know meanwhile mad max can put out they can put out a movie with like the only black people in there are wet nurses and that's not a problem to anyone so yeah it's i like that he also singled out the black press because let me tell you something these ratings on these shows while they may get the critical acclaim from white spaces we're watching them you look at the numbers for insecure you look at the numbers for um atlanta these are not ratings commercial smashes not this is not a knock on them i feel like they should be me too but they're not because white people see a black face and check out a lot of times right away like oh that looks like black shit i (laughs) i'll just watch i'll wait till some more white people are on in an hour and i'll watch them you know it's that thing it's it's how black lightning has worse ratings than uh some of the other cw shows but it was clearly the best cw show this year yes it was but it had worse ratings because a lot of times white people just go i'm not even looking at this right so who's carrying the show then who cares about the nuance of the show who's doing these podcasts about the show who's recapping the show who's doing youtube videos of the show who's taking the show and putting it into that lexicon and saying the slang from the show it's us so when the root is there when when baller alerts there when boss is there i don't give a fuck ebony essence when any of these black people show up it does a disservice where white people put them in a corner to the back right they the stars by that time have exhausted all their time on the red carpet they don't have the time to normally talk at that point anyway some person is going to skirt escort them away right like hey man uh donald glove it's time to go man uh you wasted your 15 minutes time to go you know you already talked to to rolling stone and so and so and so and so and it's not like those white publications are going to be courteous and think well hey let's leave some time at the end so the black people can get some Mm -hmm. questions in too no they take over the best space they push you to the corner and then when your article doesn't have that personal anecdote that quote that exclusive you don't get that access because no one's thinking about you it's a big ass machine around these niggas they still work at a white place no matter how black and powerful or black and significant their art is they still are working at some white person's uh behest as far as like some white dude could wake up the next day and be like no more insecure so you're still doing in that you're still in this machine that mostly promotes whiteness so they want white interviewers white publications they want white readership they want white everything white ratings they still center everything around us the demographic of white men like when it comes to what's the ratings that matter well in the men from 15 to 35 white men we're doing this so of course when it comes to who has media access it carries over so uh thank you laurel i hope other actors take you we've i've covered on here before sterling k brown's done this you know you got asked a question from the black press and was like yeah that's this is fucked up i've never even thought about it before because to him it's just part of that machine yeah you know sterling go here go here do this do that smile here take a picture hey you just did the press run thanks you know you don't even think to yourself like who made the decision on which press where i go for my press run what station do i talk to and press runs are more than just interviews press runs is also photography too 
because you know brandon brandon from where's my 48 because there's a lot of photographers he said it's rare that you see brown people even out there doing that and there are a lot of black people that actually in photography that are professional photographers and you're bypassed too yeah so it's just an interesting thing to think about uh for people um and i'm glad little rail has become that is because it's honestly going to take the the stars doing it up for themselves on the inside the machine is never going to break down and go oh wait we've been treating these black people fucked up all this time it's really going to take people like sterling k brown little rail uh and others who, who who just get the bug in their ear to be like nah this ain't right like i know be like, that be like who's on my interview list you know right. you know what why don't we pick this independent media site well we i don't care we don't know who they are let's pick this independent media site and have them interview me first well it's also sad we're not even talking independent media sites i'm talking like big name black shit yeah they bypass them like you won't even give ebony essence jet you know um the root you you won't give them a fucking interview like that's a lot you're asking a lot of especially when black people are the ones who watch it you can get all the new york times write-ups you want those white people are not coming there for that shit Mm-mm. it's gonna come down to us watching you or not watching you again you know you're talking about a million people or less watching atlanta every week you most of them gotta be niggas it can't be it can't be a lot of white people watching that shit not that there's none or anything but a lot of your bait if you lost all your black watchers of your show the shit would tank immediately mm-hmm. so i just think people need to um it's it, i hate that it's extra labor on black people who are in the industry but it is going to take stars reaching out on their own and having telling their publicists and the people that protect them from uh not protect them but the middlemen to mm-hmm. say like hey you get a call from a black publication you need to make that happen and if they don't and if they don't then it won't happen um all right anyway zero to 100 oh zero zero yeah thanks Lorel. appreciate you dog uh all right now let's go to you know what how much time has it been let's let's do sore ratchetness we'll play games tomorrow we've uh we've done a lot today we've been all over the place ain't we yeah i don't know if people like this show or not today it was a lot it was everywhere it's been fun to me i always have fun that's why i can't tell if they if they do or not i really can't can't tell if they have fun or not i'm like it was fun we got to talk about the album kind of we talked about relationships but i guess yeah we'll we'll come back later on and do like an album recap recap but i'm i'm like you we old we got to digest an album it's not even about being old i just i've never been one to come to you and tell you within a day of listening to the album everything good and bad about it it's fucking impossible and also i people that do that normally don't know what the fuck they talking about you know i still remember when uh watch the throne drop and being on twitter and watch people call it trash and being and i was listening to it and then i listened to it for a few more days and i was like okay this is one of the most revolutionary black albums i've ever heard in my fucking life what were y'all listening to you know it's that kind of like that moment where you're like wow they really made an album about how their coping mechanism is trying to attain wealth while knowing that wealth will never surpass their experience of racism as black men in america like all the other shit they can worship and try to cope with they'll still you know kanye that's when kanye was still rapping about people getting killed in chicago and shit you know rest in peace that kanye um all right so ratchet this time 
a police have shot a woman who was welding a sword her mother says the officers murdered her only daughter hmm. the Jeff mother the okay she was not black i know we're not playing but it's still a hundred the mother of a woman fatally shot by police after she broke into a home wielding a sword has said officers murdered her only daughter ashley dean fulkerson 28 broke into a house in kansas city um the report referred to her as ashley Simonetti. uh the name used on her facebook profile uh fulkerson climbed out come here sorry ad start playing uh Ferguson climbed out of a window to escape police and ran across the lawn of a neighboring par- property in a bridesmaid dress what oh well in a decorative samurai sword she took for the property police officers shot beanbags at her um um and then she ran a, she she ran across the yard she then tried to fail to enter other homes eventually hid in a garage behind a burned out home police attempted to reason with her and deployed a robot tear gas to lure her from the garage but following a two and a half hour standoff Woo. officers opened fire after they tried to enter the garage with a battering ram and she crept out from under the door she Holy died shit. she died around 4 p.m police confirmed her identity as ashley dean fulkerson and said that she had they had recovered a sword beside her kansas city police chief rick smith told told reporters at the scene they did what they thought was necessary um he said they negotiated with him for a long time with her for a long time i may see it differently if it was 15 minutes but they tried for a long time it comes at a time when she is running across around wielding a sword they tried they really did try she couldn't be reasoned with that's kind of interesting because she was trapped in the garage for two and a half hours they tear gassed her or whatever and then they were like we need to open it up with a battering ram like i wonder what the impetus to go in is in a situation like that when they're not harming anybody i guess they could be a harm to themselves maybe yeah possibility yeah i don't know how that logic i don't know that logic to say in a facebook post her mother shared an image of the family showing ashley as a child the kcpd murdered my only daughter she wrote arguing she doubted the police officers fear for their lives during the incident they should have they should have to pay for this for just killing whoever they feel like killing at the time my daughter probably weighed about 90 pounds they could have shot her in the leg or anything but this i'm totally devastated i would never get to hug or tell her i love her anything again um yeah uh, the neighbor caleb galloway a neighbor who's 33 said she was obviously scared something was wrong with her (laughs) that's wow we have if you have a mental health issue in america um and the police are called you probably gonna die yeah, and and that's the thing. A lot of times, because they're not trained in that field, so when they come, they treat you like a normal functioning human being, you know. Right. So you might. Uh, it depends on the scenario, because I know, like, with my mama, police have been called in situations, and they get scared and fear, and they get super strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some people, uh, some people kind of. Uh, they don't know how to respond and things like that uh my mama she's in a home now but when she wasn't in a home she would be out with like her caretaker and she would do things and she would have to kind of tell people you know like officers hey you know she's not a normal functioning person you know be Mm -hmm. aware but if you don't have that person kind of advocating on your behalf as far as the police officers is concerned they'll shoot you and kill you and keep it pushing also where did you get the sword from i don't know right all right we'll be back tomorrow guys uh thank you for listening until then uh i love you oh wait i forgot to mention wednesday the show will be at 8 p.m we'll be doing it a little bit later 
but we will have our uh some guests uh we'll have um uh we'll have uh queen and jay from uh uh the tea with queen and jay uh podcast yay so i can't wait to uh talk that, with that's them. gonna be fun yeah i listen to them every week so uh i finally get to uh chop it up with them so i'm looking forward to that uh all right guys until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.